the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Greetings to you. Good afternoon. Thanks for coming along for the Thursday edition. This week has gone fast. Do you, you think so? You say that sometimes. Well, sometimes I say it's gone slow. I think yesterday I thought it was Tuesday. Maybe that's why. I've lost the cap to my highlight. It's one of life's little. It's not that I'm not listening to you. <laughs> that's okay. It I kind of seems like I'm not listening. I mean, the cap on the like, highlighter <laughs> takes precedent just about over everything. Oh, it's a sun, I mean, you know, it's okay. Highlighter. Would you like my cap? I, <laughs> no. it's, it's oh, and you were saying no. No, <laughs> no I, I mean, it's it's to me, it seems like it's gone at a regular. Pace. Uh, regular. I just I'm kind of surprised it's Thursday, quite honestly. Okay, are you pleasantly surprised? Well, not particularly. I'm oh, just, why? It's because, an observation. Why? Because you, you're going to miss Christy and me on Saturday? No, no. Hey, uh, we have Monday off, right? <gasps> you got Monday off. You're, we do have Monday off. You're going to miss us on Saturday. It's Labor Sunday, Day. Monday. No, I'll be fine. <laughs> are we doing a party? The two of us? No. What? Oh, no, on the, on the, oh, last, oh, the last major oh. holiday, we were together the 4th of July. I actually think we're going to be together. When? This weekend. Oh, now wait a second. You know, okay, so here's the deal. We have friends, and then like a missive goes, oh, would you like to get together? And I always feel like I have no life because I'm always the first one, uh, probably the only one who responds. Yeah, uh, we're in. We're in. And then nothing. Crickets. Weeks go by, no one says anything. Yeah. So now, on air, you're saying you're in? <laughs> I think I'm coming. <laughs> oh, what? The people, That's the first I've heard The people of who invited us don't know that I'm coming. They I may think be we're listening. coming. Really? I think we're coming. That's Sunday. Yeah, is it Sunday? Sunday afternoon. Okay. I believe. That's okay. what I say. That's what I agreed to. Right. Not to Monday. <laughs> That's what I agreed I did. To. Not All to right. Monday. All right. I hope you bring the, some. You know, it's good because I hardly ever see you. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Here's the weird thing. When we do get together, you end up sitting next to me, which is like really. And I sit on this side. I I sit on like his right side. She's like, you know, like a dog who's lost her home. (laughs) Oh, I need to be back here. Here, I'm back here. Is someone the dog in the story? No, I am the dog. Yeah, you are. Because like, you know, you're That's a quote from when Harry met Sally for those of you who are paying attention. Thank you. Very good. Anyway, good. Okay, I'm glad we're going to get together because well, my wife and I were talking about that this morning. Are we going to oh, do anything this weekend? She's yeah. going to miss me, even if you won't. <laughs> no, right. That's good. All right, uh, Newsday, right? <sighs> Heavy-duty news. That's a lot. Uh, as we always do, we get underway at the top of the show with the news stories. Kath, please, would you give us the top four at four? For Thursday, John. Mm-hmm. I spelled it right today. Right. You know, yesterday I misspelled Wednesday. Right, you find so your I cap? Decided to figure- I found my cap while you were talking. Good. There's news right there. <laughs> oh. September 2nd, 2021. Number one, the Biden administration's plan to resettle tens of thousands of Afghan refugees facing formidable operational and legal challenges. Mm. With issues ranging from the uncertain immigration status of many evacuees to limited social resources and also permanent housing. 
CBS News reports that thousands of at-risk Afghans are arriving in the U.S. without approved visas. And the sharp increase in admissions over the past few days has strained the resources of the nine national U.S. refugee resettlement agencies. The massive relocation operation on a scale not seen since the U.S. evacuated tens of thousands of refugees from Vietnam in 1975 is testing our government's refugee resettlement system, which... This will not be a surprise to any of us. Not equipped to handle a sudden influx. That's a lot. It's also prompted the resettlement agencies to stage a Herculean effort to recruit volunteers and solicit donations for what they are calling, quote, a very traumatized population coming from a crazy, chaotic evacuation system put in a place where they are basically left to fend for themselves. Afghan evacuees, by the way, are being required to receive vaccines against measles, mumps, rubella, polio, and COVID within seven days of arrival. Coming to Pittsburgh as well. Number two, Pope Francis. He's in a little bit of hot water. Hmm. Because he has criticized the West's two-decade-long involvement in Afghanistan as an outsider's attempt to impose democracy, although, according to ABC News, he did it by citing Russian President Vladimir Putin while thinking he was quoting German Chancellor Angela Merkel. That's very confusing. Asked during a radio interview yesterday about the new political map taking shape in Afghanistan, uh, the Pope said he would answer with a quote that he attributed to Merkel. But actually, the words were spoken last month by Putin (laughs) in the presence of Merkel during her visit to Moscow. So this will not surprise any of us. Also, during the meeting on August 20th, Putin scathingly criticized the West over Afghanistan, saying the Taliban's rapid sweep over the country has shown the futility of our desire to enforce democracy. But Merkel's spokesman refused to comment directly on the Pope's comments when he was asked. But he said, we all know Angela Merkel's position on this because she said it a lot of times. That was the end. He didn't want to be involved. We all know. So the Pope's going to do some fact checking. All right. Number three. Weather likely to blame for the strong smell in Pittsburgh today. Yeah, I heard it was kind of stinky. Pretty stinky. Uh, The trip reports that residents first began reporting the smell around 4.30 a.m., and apparently it is something called a weather inversion, which happens when the surface level of the atmosphere cools to a lower temperature than the air above it. Put simply, the air temperature gets warmer the higher it goes, and when that happens, the cooler surface level air is trapped. So any pollutants or anything in the atmosphere can't go above the inversion. That includes any chemical smells that might be given off or just poop smells. Well, it's stinky. It's stinky. I I think uh, they first smelled this down at McKee's Rocks. Several users of the Smell Pittsburgh app, which I didn't know anything about, but I certainly want to be involved in. Smell Pittsburgh uh, Which crowdsources smell reports around the area to track how pollutants move with the air, ranked the smell as a five out of five, describing it as, quote, as bad as it gets. Really? That's real Super bad. smelly. That's super smelly. Number four. The college football season starts in earnest tonight. I had no idea. It does. Who's playing? Well, there were a few games over the weekend, just in case there are people out there who are like sticklers. And what they're calling week zero, it's like people who are starting ahead of time. But Ohio State at Minnesota kicks it off in earnest tonight in week one, game time, 8 p.m. on Fox. And that is your top four at four. Mm -hmm. Any interest in watching uh, college football? I would like to turn that on because it's... Kind of it's like usher- beginning. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like an ushering in of a new thing. Yeah. However, I'm doing a big thing. I'm acting like an adult. What are you doing? Canceling cable. Oh, I thought about that mm-hmm. the other day because you know what? I turned on my cable and I was like, I don't really watch this much. Right. I've decided I'm canceling cable. Really? Are you proud of me? I am proud are of you. Are you, Christy? That's a big step. That's huge. 
Do you have you have cable? No. Oh, no cable. That's why she's not all that proud. She's uh-huh. just slightly proud. So what are you going to do instead? You have like Roku or some platform? No, but I have like, you know, I have my Amazon. Mm-hmm. I have my Netflix. I subscribe to several channels on those devices. Right. Plus, I've got YouTube. What more can a person need? What about sports? I'm a little concerned about uh, what, it. What about football? Okay, so can I just get, how about I just do an antenna? No, you can't do that. Well, there's an HD antenna, I guess. I, I don't you think, think you get penguin games. No, you can you only get football games. Well, you, you guys are making me feel worse. Well, no, I'm not. We're just giving you the you know the practicalities of the moment. What do you do for penguins? Penguins games. Um, I would rather not say on the air. <gasps> oh, it's a tricky thing she oh. does. It is a little tricky thing. Oh, oh so much. Do you watch Steeler games? You watch the Steeler games. I watch the Steeler games because that's on um, Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Yeah. Is that an app? Yes. Nice. Okay. Paramount well, Plus. the two of you then might be involved in some sort of... You know what? I think Christy's going to be surprised when I show up in her basement. Let's <laughs> <laughs> bring some snacks. That's all. Mm. Right? Listen, you bring some snacks and you can come right on over. Yeah. Great. Excellent. Uh-huh. I'll bring my air fryer and we can uh-huh. compare recipes. <laughs> Let's go. You're going to hold your metal <laughs> coat hanger like to the 45 degree. It's going to be like me when I was in second grade. My yeah. dad is like, move to the left. Okay. No, no, no. Stay there. Don't move. Where's the tin foil? We need to wrap that tighter around that little thing. Oh, you're All laughing, right. but that Good luck. Well, is it tonight, really? You're going to do this? Cut the cut the cord tonight? No, no, I'm not cutting the cord tonight, the end of September. Best of luck to you. Thank you. Coming up next, our good friend Bill Glaze from Bethany Baptist Church in Homewood. We're going to talk about anxiety <laughs> and what Jesus had to say about it. Any <laughs> of you are anxious, and let's be honest, we're all anxious. Some more than others. Stay tuned. It's the Thursday edition. It is the ride home. 101.5 WORD. Up ahead, Chuck Swindoll talks about the practical implications of God's fairness. As life unfolds, it is amazing how you are able to take words out of your vocabulary like it's not fair and it's not right. And you realize as you move toward older years, God was right all along. Join us weekdays to hear Insight for Living with Chuck Swindoll. Tomorrow morning at 8 on 101.5 WORD. On August 14th, a magnitude 7.2 earthquake decimated southwest Haiti. So they are trying now if they can save these people because there's so much people down there. More than 2,000 people have been killed. Thousands of others injured and missing. Homes, businesses, churches, and schools have been leveled. Tens of thousands of people are left homeless, sleeping in the streets. All of this tragedy in the poorest country on this side of the world. Food for the Poor has been serving in Haiti for more than 35 years. We've already shipped almost 100 containers of relief supplies to the victims of this disaster. But your generous, compassionate gifts will keep the help and hope flowing in the days, weeks, and months to come. So please, give your most generous gift now to minister relief to the desperate people of Haiti. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone and just say, I want to give. On your mobile phone, dial pound 250 and say, I want to give. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone and just say, I want to give. Or you can click the red Help Haiti banner at wordfm.com. Don't let bees buzz off your customers. Get the help you need at boozebugstoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly or quarterly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Boo's 100% satisfaction guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at boozebugstoppers.com. 
Okay, confession time. I just finished back-to-school shopping. Nothing like the last minute, huh? Kohl's to the rescue. I got 25% off a Jansport backpack for my son, $17.99 so jeans for my daughter, and 50% off Levi's for both kids. Levi's, can you believe it? I even got $10 off because I spent $25 and picked up Kohl's cash. So, yeah, sometimes procrastination pays off. Select styles. 10 off 25 offer in September 6th. Levi's coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store Kohl's account for details. Are you ready? for a life-fulfilling getaway where you can join renowned Bible teachers, best-selling authors, and award-winning worship artists in breathtaking locations? Sail the Sea of Galilee, gaze at the majesty of towering Alaska glaciers, or bask in the warmth of the Caribbean sun. Christian travel is the best way to see God's creation, and Inspiration Cruises and Tours will provide unforgettable moments just for you. For more information, visit inspirationcruises.com or call 800-247-1899. Pastor William Glaze is with us. Pastor Glaze is the pastor of Bethany Baptist Church in the Homewood neighborhood here in the city of Pittsburgh. And uh, always good to have uh, Bill along. Hey, Bill, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? We can't complain. We're good. Listen, Bill, I haven't talked to you since uh, your wonderful, wonderful, wonderful warm welcome you extended to my family when we came to visit you guys about a month ago. What a terrific church you have. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, I was uh, glad to see you there and, uh, you know, just uh, appreciate uh, your attendance. And My now, gosh, now, now you, you, you've stepped out there. Now it's on John, right? It is on me. You're right. It is. <laughs> okay, let's go. Yeah, listen, Come on, Johnny. I loved it. I absolutely, it is, I told John this already. I talked about it on the air, Bill. It's just that you weren't here. One of the warmest, friendliest churches I have ever visited was Bethany Baptist Church Amen. in Homewood. I mean that. I'm not just saying that because you're on the air. I really mean it. We had such a good time. Yeah, I, I appreciate that, and uh, you know, we we try to let let people know that uh, when we have visitors, that you know, we definitely well, we don't call them visitors, we call them guests. Yeah, right, uh, of course. that when we have guests, you know, that you know, we want to make them feel welcome. So I'm glad that you uh, you sure. felt welcome. Very yeah, nice. and it seems like the congregation really likes Bill. How about that? It's like a lot of affection there. <laughs> I just I was able to observe that yeah, as yeah. an outsider. He seems to be loved yeah. there. Yeah. So, Bill, uh, in that congregation, anybody anxious? Huh. Yeah, I, you know, I would say there's a, a lot of anxiety that's that's going on, not only in uh, our congregation, but, you know, throughout uh, the, the body of Christ. And, you know, we definitely know there's a lot of uh, anxiety, you know, in the world. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I come on a program on Cornerstone Television that's called Hard Questions. Oh, yeah. And today uh, we had a question that came in from one of the, uh, the viewers, and this was a question. Uh, my kids have been isolated for the last year and a half with mm. COVID. I'm finding my daughter has become very fearful. How can I encourage her not to worry mm. and trust in the Lord? And, and so, you know, even you know, when we think about kids, you know, you, you know, they, they've been, you know, in, you know, as far as you know, not going out to school and some other activities. Now I know things have kind of cranked back up now, but you know, this lady had a concern, you know, about her daughter. And you know how she could teach her how how not to be uh, fearful and worry, and how to get her to trust in the Lord. So you know, I, I think that you know when we look at Matthew chapter six, that Jesus actually gives us some counsel on uh, how to deal with worry. You know, I, I, I read a study that talked about a group of people that they uh, polled that were given to worry, 
and and uh, it said that 40% worried about things that will never happen. 30% worried over past matters beyond their control. 12% worried over health issues that were only in their imagination. 10% worried about family, friends, and neighbors without a substantial basis. And the conclusion was 8% of the people they polled had a legitimate basis for worry. So, you know, when you look at, uh, you know, how we get filled with worry, you know, 90% of people uh, worry about things that are not legitimate. You know, I heard, I heard the story about a, a man, an older man, who was standing on the corner waiting for a bus with his younger friend. And somebody came by and, and a younger man asking, you know, do you have the time? And the older gentleman just ignored him and refused to reply. And so they got on the bus, and the guy that he was with said, you know, why, why were you so discourteous uh, to that young man? You know, all he wanted to know, what was the time? And, and the older man answered, if I had given him the time, next he wanted to know where I was going. And then, you know, we might start talking, and he finds out I have common interests. And then, you know, I might invite him to my house for dinner. And if he came over to my house for dinner, he would find out that I have a lovely daughter. And if he met her, they might fall in love and they might get married. And I don't want my daughter marrying someone who can't afford a watch. So, you know, when you, when you, wow. That's so good. That's so good. You know, so, I, I mean, you know, here, you know, here he was, you know, worrying about something that wasn't even, even legitimate. And, and so, you know, I love uh, Jesus' advice, you know, to the disciples in uh, Matthew chapter 6. And, and he says three things, you know. First of all, and, and I'll put it in the form of three principles. The, the first principle is what I call the principle of control. And Jesus says, take no thought for your life. And, and so when he says, take no thought for your life, you know, what he's saying is don't worry. Uh, uh, and, and in the Greek, when you look at it, uh, what it means, if you are worrying, you need to stop. And if you are not worrying, don't start. And, you know, you think about this, that we can actually control you know, our anxiety to a certain degree. Uh, I often use the example uh, with our congregation that a lot of times, you know, uh, you may be in intense fellowship, you know, with uh, your wife or your husband or somebody, you know, you, where, you, where, where it's elevated and, you know, you've gotten almost to a place where, you know, you, you, you might be arguing. And then all of a sudden the phone rings and then you kind of switch, shift gears from this mode of, you know, uh, being confrontational to now say, hello, you know, so, so, you know, you've actually, you know, brought it down the level. So, you know, when Jesus tells us, you know, to, to take control of it, you know, it, you know, he knew what he was talking about. Mm -hmm. Now, again, I know that there are some circumstances where it, it may be overwhelming and people may be dealing with, you know, uh, some mental health issue, but I'm, I'm saying for the, for the most part, the average person, uh, you can, you can just control the things that you worried about worry about. And Jesus lets us know this. Uh, the second thing that he tells us is what I call the principle of fatherhood. And, and basically what this says is that God is taking care of the birds of the air. He's taking care of the grass. You know, if, if God is doing all that, if he's, if he's taking care of those things, and we are much better than those things. And he says that, you know, we shouldn't worry because, because God is our father. You know, he says, Jesus says, look at the birds. And, and this is not a casual look, but this is like meditate, you know, on the birds. You know, I, I, I was interested uh, to read about the, uh, the Capistranos in uh, 
the Swallows in mm-hmm. San Juan Capistrano. Yeah. That every year uh, they leave uh, at a certain time, and almost to the day, every year they come back. Well, you know, how do they do that? How do they know how to do that? You know, God instinctively has put in uh, certain creatures, you know, these things. You know, when Kathy came uh, to visit us that day, I was doing a series on yeah, animals. And, right, birds. You know, and I was, I was talking about how God instinctively put thing, puts things in animals, you know, actually for lessons for us and for examples. And so to think that, you know, here God puts in these swallows every year to leave on a certain date, and every year to come back on a certain date. And if God can do that, and, 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 and these are you know birds, these are creatures that are not created in his image, how much more can he do it for us, knowing that he's our father? You know, I, I like the poem that I heard. It said, said the robin to the sparrow, friend, I'd like to know why these anxious human beings rush around and worry so. Said the robin to the sparrow, friend, it must be they have no heavenly father such as care for you and me. So if God is is taking care of the the birds and he's taking care of the grass, uh, surely he can take care of us. And then the last thing I want to say is the, uh, is what I call the principle of uselessness. And, and basically uh, worrying will not change anything. He says that, can you add one cubit to your statue? Now this has been interpreted two ways. One way is a cubit was 18 inches. And so, you know, if, if I'm, 5'11", and I want to play in the NBA, you know, and I want I wanted to get to be, you know, seven foot, you know, me worrying about it, grunting, you know, uh, groaning and, and trying to stretch. It's not going to add one cubit to my statue, you know. So Jesus said that worry is not going to do that. But then he gives, uh, there's another analogy that comes from that, too, when it says not add one cubit to your statue. Uh, it means that, you know, you can't add a day to your life by worrying about it. As a matter of fact, you know, not only can you not add a day to your life, but you might end up taking days off of your life, you know, as, as you worry. So really, if, if, if we come to the point where we just think about it, worry is useless. Worry is useless. And so you know, let me conclude with this, and then you know, we can I, – I like what you guys say, conversation, mm-hmm. so we can have some conversation. Uh, there's an old Jewish saying that says this, do not worry over tomorrow's evils. You know not what today will bring forth. Perhaps tomorrow you will not be alive and you will have worried for a world which will not be yours. And so, you know, when you think about, you know, what, what worry does, you know, worry is useless. It, it, it absolutely is, is useless. So, uh, you know, that was uh, what was on my heart to uh, talk about this mm, afternoon. That's excellent. That is really, really good. Bill Glaze, Bethany Baptist Church. Oh, Bill, I mean, I, I love everything that you've given. But, you know, as you're speaking, though, because <laughs> I am a worrier. I, I do think, you know, for me, when I worry, kind of what I'm doing is making plans to avert disaster. That's all. Right. You, you understand that? Right. Right. You know, and, and I, you know, I, I'm glad you bring that up because I think there's a big difference between worrying and being responsible. You know, it, mm. it sounds like what you're saying is being responsible. You know, you know, the Bible talks a lot about, you know, planning and looking ahead. And making sure that, you know, you, you have your bases covered. So, you know, by all means, you know, being responsible is, is is one thing that God would have us to do. But I think there's a fine line between worrying and being responsible and that we have to, you know, be aware of when we cross over that line. That's really so, cool. yeah. yeah. And I'm thinking, um, you know, Bill, 
with how I know you, I feel like you're probably preaching this message to yourself as much as you're preaching it to anyone else, because we all suffer one degree or another with worry. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, it, it, you, you can, you can, it's, it's good to give other people advice, you know, and tell them not to do it. <laughs> right. until, you know, you, you actually start dealing with something yourself. Right. And so, you know, I, I know, you know, anytime, you know, I'm, that we have a health issue, you know, where, you know, whatever it might be, you know, I find that the older I get, you know, that I have a new ache and pain somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, you, you begin to say, okay, now where did that come from? You know, why, why do I have that? And so, you know, again, you have to be careful because now you, you slipping into that category where now, you know, you're worrying and, and, uh, and, and not really, you know, giving it to the Lord, yeah. you know, handing it over to him and letting him, you know, take control of the situation. Let him take control. That's the Reverend Bill Glaze, Bethany Baptist Church in Homewood, PA. Um, Bill, before you leave us, you know, I always like to ask you about the coming segment. What? Yeah. Can I do no, that? I, I think we should ask about cutting the cord. Oh, yeah. You want to do that? Yeah, because Bill Cat's going to cut the, the cable, oh. which means she's not going to watch Steeler games. Oh, wow. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. Could you do that? Uh, you know what? I, I I would have a very difficult time, uh, mm-hmm. but I definitely commend her, and Thank I you. think it's uh, a worthy uh, action because I, I you know I feel that sometimes you know TV is uh, is kind of taking control of our lives. So yeah, yeah Bill. Yeah. But every listen, everybody thinks it's a good idea, but nobody wants to do it. Well, I, I worry mean, she's yeah. crazy. No, yeah, John's just worried I'm going to take it out on him. That yeah, the stress is going to be too much. Yeah. So what I'm thinking, Bill, is you know I listen to the radio all the time. I've listened to all the Bucks games on the radio, which no, makes my no, pain, no. my emotional pain, a little less maybe. So. I'm not thinking it's going to be a great Steeler <laughs> season. Maybe listening on so. the radio is no, the way to no. go. Yeah. Well, you so so that that means you won't be th- throwing in your shoes at the yeah. TV. Well, I'm thinking so. it just seems like there's a lot of issues. Like the offensive line seems like something that could cause me anxiety. Yep. And maybe if I just take it in on radio, I'll respond better. Listen, Bill. First yeah. first Amen. game, third quarter. She'll be driving over my house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to Bill's house. I want to try those wings from, like, you know, the back door thing oh. he's got going oh, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah we'll have to, have, to, have to do that one day. Maybe, oh, maybe, are you guys back in the studio? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't know what, you know, what the uptick, if you kind of had to readjust. Oh, but we're maybe, here. Uh, we're here. Okay, one day I'll, I'll come out there and I'll bring some with me. Oh. oh. Listen. Say no more, Bill. Okay. You're always welcome, my and friend. And there's cable here at the station. Come on a Thursday, <laughs> like when the when the Steelers are playing Thursday night. Nice, we'll Bill. like knock it out. Okay. <laughs> good to talk to you. That's always the Reverend Bill Glaze, Bethany Baptist Church in Homewood. Listen, if you're looking for a church home, if you're church shopping, don't miss this church. Fabulous. I absolutely loved it. I think you will too. Excellent. All right, coming up next, men who mumble are attractive to women. Okay, you can't fake it. To be or not to be? If that's your pest question, get the help you need at boozebugstoppers.com. Booze respects bees until they become a stinging problem for homeowners. Boo and his Bug Stoppers team can safely remove wasps, hornets, carpenter, and ground bees with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Get a free quote today. When it comes to getting the buzz on bees, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at boozebugstoppers.com. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. 
If credit card debt has you down, nonprofit Trinity Debt Management can help. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees, and drastically reduce your interest. You'll pay thousands less than you originally owed. It's not a loan. It's a way to become debt-free and possibly improve your credit score. So call Trinity and talk to a certified counselor. They'll explain their proven program to you with no pressure, just practical solutions and hope for tomorrow. Are you ready to pay off your credit cards in less time for less money? Then call for a free no-obligation debt analysis and become debt-free for keeps. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Gather up your bills and call this toll-free number for a free no-obligation debt analysis. Call 1-800-936-5496. That's 1-800-936-5496. 1-800-936-5496. The Lighthouse Foundation's Soaring for Hope Annual Gala is their largest fundraiser of the year. Just by attending, you'll be making a difference in the lives of those facing homelessness, in need of financial assistance, transportation, hunger, and more, who are quietly, often anonymously, looking for help. Enjoy the basket raffle, silent auction, dinner, possibly win $1,000, or a trip to Hawaii. It's all happening at the Butler Country Club September 24th. To attend RSVP now at thelighthousepa.org. Angie's List is now Angie, and it's easier than ever to care for your home. Use Angie to connect with top home service pros, see upfront pricing on hundreds of projects, and instantly book what you need done. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Why doing it right, roofing, siding, and remodeling? As an Owens Corning Roofing Platinum Preferred Contractor, it's simple. It's in their name. They're doing it right, and it's what you'd expect as a homeowner and what they intend to deliver. Call 724-NEW-ROOF. Want it done right? Call doing it right. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Tonight, clear and cool with a low of 50. Tomorrow, sunshine and some clouds with a high 72. Part of the cloudy skies for tomorrow night with a low 54. Saturday, intervals of clouds and sunshine with a high of 76. Sunday, rather cloudy with a thunderstorm in parts of the area and a high 73. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick. Well, communication may be the key to a healthy relationship, but is mumbling what really drives women wild? A new study finds okay. men who don't speak very clearly may actually have an edge when it comes to dating. Scientists with the American Institute of Physics say males who speak less clearly or mumble tend to be more attractive to the opposite sex because women see it as a sign of masculinity. Conversely, men <laughs> find precise pronunciation alluring because it signifies femininity. Researchers say the findings published in the Journal of Acoustical Society of America back evolutionary theories. So is mumbling the key to... All right. Now, let me say, that's crazy. Now, wait a second. Now, do you remember Marlon Brando? Yes. Marlon Brando was in uh, the movie Guys and Dolls. Yes, he was. And Frank Sinatra bestowed the title Mr. Mumbles on him. Mm Mm-hmm. 
the Oscar-winning legend famously put cotton wool in his mouth while playing Don Corleone in The Godfather to make sure. himself even less intelligible. Other leading men accused of mumbling on screen include Tom Hardy, Jeff Bridges, and the late Heath Ledger. Okay, so Jeff Bridges, that's part of the dude. The dude abides. I mean, the mumbling is part of the dude. Yeah. Okay, it's part of his character. Marlon Brando wasn't Marlon Brando because he mumbled. No, just because he was Plus, fabulous. I mean, I didn't necessarily think he was attractive. Well, I mean, he. I mean, okay, these are broad. You don't think he was attractive? You don't think no, Brando even went no. Even in nope. Streetcar? Nope. Oh. In Streetcar, he was horrible. You got to put, put it in the Times. I don't know what time you could put that in where he'd be attractive. Nobody showed up like that on screen. Before my I'm not saying up. he's not a fabulous actor, yeah. but I'm saying that doesn't translate into being attractive. Right. Well, I mean, the mumbling the character. I, I don't know. Get out of here. I, okay. I, all right. I mean, <laughs> that's how I feel. Christy, I want to know how you feel. Guys who mumble annoys me to no end. Uh, uh, but you know what? Huh? My brother, I have two brothers, and they both mumble, and I think it's just a turn off for me. That's why they they mumble. They mumble all the time. Do they? So when other men who you might date mumble, it reminds you of how much you are annoyed by your brothers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Get those marbles out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then you're going contrary I'm, to the, totally, the study. Totally. Oh. I mean, I don't want like some precise talker either, but I don't want, like, if somebody's mumbling to me, that kind of makes it seem like they don't know what they're doing. It yes. doesn't imply masculinity. <laughs> yes. Seems like they're indecisive. Well, so says the Journal of the Acoustical Society of America. How about that? Acoustical society. And don't be too precise. Speak the speech, I pray you, as I pronounced it to you trippingly on the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It is. That is really good. What about, John, do you feel like mumbling has any significance at all in men or women in their associations? None. No, okay. I, don't, I don't even think about it. I mean, what about the other actors that were mentioned? What, Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy. Um, I, he, Yeah, he mumbles. I guess he does. But, I don't know. How can he mumble and be a major Hollywood star? I don't Well, I, because if you're Jeff Bridges and playing, the, but the not dude. just the dude. When Jeff Bridges was uh, played True Grit, right. he kind of did too. I guess so. Right. I don't but, know. Maybe it's, you know, mumbling has sort of like a, you know, sort of bon vivant, you know, like, I don't really care about stuff. So that. Well, that's kind know. of what the dude was doing, I think. <laughs> it's a pretty good explanation. I will be right back. Stick around. It's a ride home with John. Yeah. <laughs> 101.5 WORD. Dr. Charles Stanley. If God closes the door, it is because God knows what we don't know. And therefore, when he closes a door for you and me, whatever it may be, he closes it in order to keep us from making a mistake, which means it's motivated by his love for us. The teaching of Dr. Charles Stanley on In Touch, helping you grow in Christ every day. Tomorrow morning at 830 on 101.5 WORD. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. For over 100 years, QDOT has fixed big mechanical systems for the commercial industry, from hospitals and factories to churches and schools. You deserve to be treated fairly when it comes to your home's HVAC system. QDOT can solve any mechanical challenge, big or small. For affordable repairs, replacement, and maintenance, QDOT answers 24-7, 365. And your safety is their top priority. Call 412-366-6200 at q-dot.com. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only 
cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. Don't let bees buzz off your customers. Get the help you need at boozebugstoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly or quarterly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Boo's 100% satisfaction guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. As Joe Sweeney's plane left the tarmac and the Taliban rolled into Kabul, America's longest war was at an end. After years of working with our Afghan allies, the questions persist. Was it worth it? And what will the future be for those who remain? Salem Media presents An Evening with Joe Sweeney at Christ Church at Grove Farm in Sewickley, Friday, September 17th from 6 to 8.30 p.m. An hors d'oeuvre mixer followed by a moderated panel discussion with Joe featuring John Steigerwald and Kathy Emmons. Learn the situation on the ground, who the key players are, and how we can still make a difference. Get tickets now at wordfm.com. Hey, we've moved. No, not my house, not John's house. Christy also has not moved. But we have moved online. Uh, we are streaming now on YouTube. So if you'd like to watch the show, and we encourage you to do that because you can see our good friend Cy Gart who's joining us via Zoom. Um, so if you go to YouTube and go to the word Pittsburgh, you can watch the show and uh, then say hi and we'll respond and, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. You might respond. I mean, because John's not going to respond. Yeah. I mean, who are we kidding? Yeah. But Cy Gart might respond. Cy Gart is back with us. He's a regular guest on He sure show. is. Dr. Cy Gart is a biochemist who's taught at NYU, the University of Pittsburgh in Rutgers, author of The Works of His Hands, A Scientist's Journey from Atheism to Faith. Cy, welcome back. Hi. Nice Happy to see to you. Yes, yeah, Cy. Hey, thanks. Listen, uh, one of the good news of... Uh, Society somewhat uh, back in the swing of things again is that people are traveling and people are attending conferences. You just came from one. The name of the conference was what, Si? Yeah, I just came back from Houston, Texas. Uh, there was a conference called Capturing Christianity. It's uh, It comes from the name of a YouTube channel run by uh, a young apologist named Cameron Bertuzzi. He and his wife set up this conference and uh, invited people some time ago, and it was really a wonderful experience. I haven't been on an airplane for two years, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know I haven't gone anywhere. And although I've been at conferences theoretically, you know, virtually, sure. I've done a lot of speaking and listening to various conferences. This was the first real live one, and you know, I don't think I'm saying anything shocking when I say that there's no com- nothing compares to being actually with people <laughs> compared to as we're doing now, you know, talking uh, on screen. So it was very inspiring. There was some great speakers. I was thrilled to meet Lee Strobel, who's one of my heroes. He was a speaker there. Uh, he wrote, you know, uh, his most recent book on miracles. He talked about that. 
there were a lot of philosophers and uh, two scientists. One of them was me and, and a physicist named Luke Barnes. And it was basically a conference on apologetics, which was also something new for me. I Most of the conferences I go to are Christians in the sciences, and we talk about those things. Uh, but this was mostly on just Christian apologetics, how to defend the faith. Uh, in with various in various ways fabulous and, and the crowd what uh what was that like people coming in paying admission yeah the crowd was amazing what what really impressed me was the age the the crowd was i would say 80 percent were under 30 what these yeah these were students uh graduate students some young faculty members uh many philosophers but also you know, people studying Bible, studying theology. Um, no other biochemists. I was the only one. <laughs> okay, so talk about your role there. Um, what What's part of your, um, the thing that you're trying to translate to people about evidence for God um, from right. your discipline in biochemistry? Right. So my talk was called An Argument for God from Biology, and I mostly was talking about something which I've talked about here already, which was is the origin of life, abiogenesis, and how the origin of life is something that uh, points very strongly to a divine designer. E- even if the whole question of evolution is not really part of this, because evolution has nothing to do with the origin of life, that nobody thinks it does. Uh, and in fact, I, 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 one of the things I said is that the whole debate about evolution is sort of passe because it doesn't really have much point. But the debate on the origin of life is is a, a very important one. And for various reasons, uh, and I, I, I did have talked about it a little bit, but I think in future broadcasts, I might talk about it some more. Uh, the, the question of the origin of life is, I think, represents very strong evidence for... Uh, a, mirac- a miraculous intervention by God uh, is very hard to explain it on purely naturalistic uh, principles. Yeah. And I made that case as strongly as I could. There was a, there was a plenary talk and then we all did breakout sessions and I had a lot of fun at the breakout sessions because I had some animated, uh, animated uh, PowerPoint slides that kind of showed how complex the biochemical mechanisms are required before you can even have life and where do they come from? <laughs> we can't understand where they came from because, you know, they were there at the beginning. Right. So when you talk like that and you present, Sai, do you go from the Big Bang forward or are you going behind the Big Bang? What, what's the dividing line there? Good question. I don't talk anything about cosmology or the big bang i start with what i call the biological big bang which was the first real living cell uh that appeared on earth from which all other life came and that's a big bang because just like the cosmological big bang we can't go back in time before that we can't figure out what what happened before that cell appeared (laughs) And so the question is, how did that cell appear? And it, it could not possibly have simply appeared. Uh, there's no evidence for how it could have appeared using purely naturalistic, you know, chemical processes mm. and 
laws of physics and chemistry. No, that that doesn't work. So uh, I've actually been working on this pretty hard. I've actually published one paper. There's another one I just got accepted uh, related to some very technical aspects of this issue. Uh, but I didn't go into that. I, I, I tried to stay with things that could be understood by a lay audience. So then do people, as you did, is the idea and the discussion of the first cell, is that a scientific thing? I mean, as opposed to like people saying, let's sit down and talk about first cell. Where did it come from? What did it, what yeah. does it mean? What would that be like? Yeah, there are people talking about it and there are theories being proposed, but they keep getting struck down. And the experimental work that's being done is not helping. It's not giving us any clues as to how the first cell could have originated. Mm. Uh, now, if you're holding to evolution, you could say, well, maybe the first cell evolved. But the problem is that that first cell had properties uh, that are required for evolution to work. So evolution could not have produced that's chicken and egg, right? right. Okay. You, it's a circular argument. And most scientists in the field know this. And so they're trying to use what's called chemical evolution to come up with how that first cell came about. The problem is chemical evolution is not very powerful and, and you can't get things like DNA and protein enzymes and all the things that are membranes, all the thing, very complex things and systems and processes that are part of that very first cell. You can't get them through chemical evolution. So uh, I use this as, as the argument for God, but I, I have to say that in addition to the talk, my talk and all the other talks that I heard, what I really came away from at this conference was a great appreciation for one of the most important things about being a Christian, and that is fellowship mm -hmm. with other Christians. And at this meeting, you know, not everyone agreed with everyone else about everything. Sure. Quite the contrary, there were some areas of disagreement. But the, the sense of fellowship and love, actually, I would even say love between uh, all the people there, whether they were speakers or just or attendees or staff who were helping out, it was palpable. It was just incredible. It was something that, you know, you, you can feel that at church sometimes and you can feel that at, at, at all kinds of Christian gatherings. Uh, but this was this was one of the most powerful I, I felt. And, you know, it I, I was just looking at, at some of the, the Gospels and I just want to you know, I mean, it's all this idea of Christian fellowship is all over the Gospels and, and, and it's all over in Paul as well. Uh, I mean, John says a new commandment I give to you that you love one another just as I have loved you and you are also to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another and and. You know, this is stated over and over again, and I think it's so important um, that Christians, whenever they're together, whether it's at church, whether it's at a conference, whether they're just socializing, that we remember this, that we remember that we have to be united in Christ. Now, we may have disagreements of all kinds, and we know we do. There are different denominations that have, you know, theological disagreements and, and people have political disagreements. But 
Uh, when you're sitting together in worship, when you're standing, you know, in, in praise of, of Jesus Christ, we are united as one. And that feeling came across so strongly to me that it, it really overwhelmed any disputes or, or mm. you know, little things that might come up and, and, and cause dissension. And I found that really powerful. I really did. Sai, we only have a minute or so left, yeah. but I, I'd have to bring this up. We've talked to a lot of scientists over the years. And the thing that is continually surprising to me about talking to scientists who are believers is that when you guys talk about science, eventually it ends up having a, you end up talking about many things. You end up talking about theology. You end up talking about psychology. You end up, you know, and oftentimes when I hear scientists in a secular world talking about science, they just stick to science. But it's just really inspiring how, you know, all of us are called to think through our discipline, but to recognize the wholeness of God's creation. And I, I don't know, I really appreciate that about you and how you think and talk. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I am a scientist. And when I do science, <laughs> that's what I do. I, I don't do anything else. But, you know, um, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. And there's nothing in my Christian faith that tells me that I have to at any at any moment, put that aside. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the truth. Jesus is the truth. And, you know, by following Jesus Christ, I am confident that I am pursuing the truth. Amen. No matter what else is going on. That's Dr. Seigart. He's a biochemist and author of The Works of His Hands, A Scientist's Journey from Atheism to Faith. Sai, terrific to talk to you Very as good, always. Si. Thank you so much. See you next month. Take care. Bye-bye. We'll step, uh, step away for just a few minutes. One out of three new guitars are purchased for worship teams. That's next. One listener that stands out that I worked with recently was this older couple that was interested in refinancing. They reached out to a few different lenders. And, you know, their credit wasn't the best. I know some of these other bigger banks, you just won't hear back from them, which I cannot stand. Not everybody has the 780 credit scores and never had any hardships in their life. Just because you don't qualify at one time doesn't mean that you'll never qualify. I'll walk you through what you have to do to do this refinance, whether it's two, three, six months from now. Back to that older couple, we worked with them for months and months to improve their credit. And we were able to get the loan done. We were saving them hundreds each month, thousands of dollars a year. Finally got themselves into a situation financially that they can handle and they could start saving money each month for retirement. At the end of the day, they just could not be happier, which just put a huge smile on my face. We. Our United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. We want everybody to have a level of comfort knowing that they're in a safe environment, that they're in a caring environment, and that their health and well-being is our top priority. At Stock Family Dentistry, exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. We are constantly screening both ourselves and patients. I want my patients to know that we are there for them. When they are ready, we are here. You're going to be safe. You're going to be well cared for. On Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. The Lighthouse Foundation's Soaring for Hope Annual Gala is their largest fundraiser of the year. Just by attending, you'll be making a difference in the lives of those facing homelessness, in need of financial assistance, transportation, hunger, and more, who are quietly, often anonymously, looking for help. 
Enjoy the basket raffle, silent auction, dinner, possibly win $1,000, or a trip to Hawaii. It's all happening at the Butler Country Club September 24th. To attend RSVP now at thelighthousepa.org. Are you ready for a life-fulfilling getaway where you can join renowned Bible teachers, best-selling authors, and award-winning worship artists in breathtaking locations? Sail the Sea of Galilee, gaze at the majesty of towering Alaska glaciers, or bask in the warmth of the Caribbean sun. Christian travel is the best way to see God's creation, and Inspiration Cruises and Tours will provide unforgettable moments just for you. For more information, visit inspirationcruises.com or call 800-247-1899. With today's technology, anyone can take a video. But getting it ready for prime time, that's something many churches aren't equipped to handle. Here at Salem Video, we offer churches everything they need to go from rough cut to picture lock. With your raw footage, we can produce great-looking videos for your social media, podcast, website, and even live service element. From text animation, visual effects, transitions, logos, music, and more, here's where we put it all together. What can Salem Video do for you? Ask GM Brad Marshall at 412-503-4770. Well, um, this is interesting. Um, I'm looking at an article about uh, guitars Here's the deal. Fender Musical Instrument Corporation sold a record number of guitars in 2020. Of course, driven in part by people forced to stay home during the pandemic. The company calculates that nearly a third of those new guitars were purchased by people who play in praise and worship bands. One out of three guitars. That's fabulous. Isn't that interesting? It really is. Um, apparently, it's nothing new to anybody who knows church worship bands because... Guitar players are always saying, I want to up my guitar, right? Mm-hmm. You know about this. Now, Gas. Right? Guitar acquisition syndrome. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Now, there is a scale here, though, that you, that you, would you share this? What? The gas scale? The more guitars people have. Oh, you, you see, now this is going to come out sounding Well, mean. no, no, I don't think so. Well, often, I mean, in my experience, oftentimes the amount of guitars people have is in inverse relationship with the amount of gigs that they have. Right. Okay. I, I would get that, Most right? gigging musicians you know don't have as many instruments as people who wish they were gigging yeah okay well worship music in the 2020s not all guitar based um it is estimated though that um, a million guitar players are gigging at churches every weekend and more people play praise and worship music than any other genre in the united states so this is this is a recent phenomena uh in church music because up until 25 years ago or 20 years ago, um, most church music was piano based or organ based. And so the advent of CCM, the advent of of contemporary worship music um, has kind of taken the world by storm. And, uh, you know, 99% of that, not 99, uh, let's say 80% of it is guitar based. Mm -hmm. And so if you want to play any of the contemporary worship music that's out there, for the most part, you're going to need a guitar player or you're going to play the guitar. And so that has contributed to guitar sales. Right. I mean, I remember, you know, back into the, uh, you know, the Jesus people, Right, that was like right. mid to late seventies. Seventies, yeah. And then it went from there, right? Yeah, but people were playing. If people were playing guitar in church in the nineteen seventies or eighties, they were playing what I call four chords on a social message. Uh, right, you know what I mean? I remember that. Yeah, no, I they mean, right. So that was still that was still yeah. shocking. Yeah, yeah. 
But the CCM thing really didn't hit until I would say the late 90s. Oh, really? Yeah, that's when it really hit and then it's just taken steam. And then once the internet was readily available and with YouTube in particular, it's just completely skyrocketed. Mm. But you can look at the number of organs that are sold. Oh, my God. So that's the opposite, right? right? So it's just, it's like the new uh, evolution of church worship music right and it, it is the great divide isn't it i mean you either like it or you don't sure and, right. which is a shame because i wish i like organ music i also Me like too. guitars there's no reason why we have to pick between the two well a lot of churches have just gotten rid of their organs i think right? that's a shame that's how it is it's also get, very expensive by the way what's that a guitar or an organ to keep an organ oh yeah the maintenance alone all right we're going to talk about uh markets shadyside market in delhi and the advent or the fall of mom and pop stores Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The East Coast is being hit with a rising death toll, surging rivers, and destruction after the remits of Hurricane Ida walloped that region. At least two dozen deaths have now been linked to flooding. A new poll shows that 6 in 10 potential voters say the U.S. has seriously gone off on the wrong track. Bernie Bennett takes a look at the numbers. The study, conducted by Political Morning Consult, found that 61% of respondents believe the country is on the wrong track, compared to just 39% who say the country is going in the right direction. The survey also found a record low overall approval rating for Mr. Biden at 47%, with 49% saying they disapprove of the president's job performance overall. The president has faced mounting bipartisan criticism over his withdrawal from Afghanistan, especially as anywhere from 100 to 200 American citizens remain in the country following weeks of the U.S. military operations to evacuate thousands of U.S. citizens and Afghan allies. Bernie Bennett reporting. This is SRN News. We can hardly believe it, but it's time for the last barbecue of the summer at the Springhouse in 84. Don't miss out on this great summer taste treat. And come to the Springhouse this Labor Day for fantastic chicken cooked over the pit with lots of country vegetable casseroles, homemade rolls, homemade desserts, and of course our own Springhouse chocolate milk. Eat in our picnic patch or sun porch or take it home to your own picnic. And although this last chicken barbecue marks the end of the summer at the Springhouse, it also signals the beginning of lots of fun fall events. We'll soon be having hog roasts and pumpkin patch hay rides, plus lots of other special events to celebrate this beautiful autumn time of the year. So be sure to come this Labor Day to the Springhouse and help us celebrate. If you're in the market for metal roofing, siding, and garage doors, Kaufman Metals in Bedford can meet your expectations with friendly professional service. Their equipment is right up to date with the newest technology and ready to produce your standard and customized metal panels and trims to your exact specifications for any project with the fastest turnaround in the industry. Plus, Kaufman Metals offers complete do-it-yourself building packages included with computer-generated drawings. Kaufman Metals also provides sales and service for CHI residential and commercial garage doors. They deliver any order, large or small, to any place with full-service rollback trucks and trailers with a Moffett forklift to set building packages conveniently close to your project. And just so you know, they offer contractors discounts as well. Visit KaufmanMetals.com or call 814-623-6044. 
or stop in at 6146 Lincoln Highway, Bedford, PA. Hi, I'm Karen, owner of Lone Star Transfer. Now that life is returning to normal, let us help by getting you out of your unused timeshare. Lone Star Transfer has an A-plus rating and hundreds of excellent reviews with the BBB. We guarantee the release of all liability to your timeshare in writing and in a specific time frame. For the best customer service and a free consultation, call 844-284-4860 or online at LoneStarTransfer.com. For victims of drunk and drug driving, our grief is unique. But you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call our 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Tonight, clear and cool with a low of 50. Tomorrow, sunshine and some clouds with a high 72. Partly cloudy skies for tomorrow night with a low 54. Saturday, intervals of clouds and sunshine with a high of 76. Sunday, rather cloudy with a thunderstorm in parts of the area and a high 73. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. We're talking to Bill Glaze, Pastor Bill Glaze from Bethany Baptist Church during the uh, 4 o'clock hour. And he was talking about anxiety. And uh, look at the state of the world today, right? It's a lot of things to be anxious about. It is a lot of things to be anxious about. And I think all of us kind of go, man. Things have never been worse. I think it's probably fair. People would think it's never been mm-hmm. worse. Right. But I don't necessarily buy into that, right? I mean, you think about world wars and pandemic that, you know, killed major millions of people, you know, during the dark ages and uh, any number of things. As bad as we think things are, all of us still have a – a lot of people have it pretty good, wouldn't you say? Yes. Especially – in several areas that are detailed. And a really interesting article I read in uh, from Reason.com. Reason. You're always on that website. Oh, I love it. Reason.com. Anyway, um, so it says, um, the question was asked, what has gotten materially better in America in the last 20 years? Oh. David Walsh asked this question, University of Virginia postdoc fellow. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he asked this not from experts, but from the average person, which makes it even more interesting. Right? Sure. This is just a general question. What do you think has gotten better, the average person? Now, there are a lot of things. There are 40 things on here. Really? But um, can I give you like a little smattering of them? Yeah, please. Okay. Surprise me. Okay. Some of them are very serious, and some of them are not at all. Okay. Okay. The first thing, cancer treatment. Oh, I'm sure. Tremendously. So medical okay. care in general. I mean, overall. Wouldn't you say? Like absolutely. Unbelievable advances yeah. in cancer treatment. My experience has been always just terrific. Yeah. Home entertainment. Of course. Off the charts. I mean, you think about what your like home viewing was like 20 years ago. But however, I do miss the video store. Okay. Don't you miss the video store? The like, Blockbuster. 
Yeah, my kids. Not really. Oh, I do. I mean, I liked going then, but it's not like something I wish I could do now. No, right. But I mean, when your kids were little, didn't you love to go? Yes. And, you know, I did love that. Everyone looked for their own title. I absolutely okay, love that. Okay, you guys, that. you know. And, oh, I yeah. absolutely love that. Um, sticking with that theme, the quality of television dramas. Uh, I, I guess. Oh, what? You I guess? guess? I it's know. way. I mean, of course, Christy's saying nothing's better than the Golden Girls. But let me just break in. That's and a say, comedy. That's a, a comedy. It's comedy. Okay, yeah, Dramas are so much better. Uh, wait a second. Dramas are much, much, much darker. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I that's mean, true. we are feeding that's true. on but darkness if you think and of like, despair. If you think of dramas from, let's say, 30 years ago, you're thinking like McLeod, Canon, like, you know, The Rockford Files. All good the, shows. Columbo. Okay. okay. Those were... The, if we watch those shows now, I, still I bet them. they would be cheese. No, Columbo's pretty good. Is it really? Oh, Peter Falk's fabulous. Yeah. The Streets of San Francisco. Yeah. Hotel. Oh, that's horrible. Starring James Brolin. Right. I was just things that are, I'm popping off the top of my head. Like, dra- but, dramas but now are way better. The audience is different. Right? I mean, you know, okay, the audience is different. But, but you can't compare something like oh. Breaking Bad to anything that was on TV. Wait a second. Then. You won't watch Breaking Bad I, because it's so dark and dystopian. Okay, but isn't it great? Well, Everyone who has watched it I, that I know of thinks it's great. I choose not to watch it because I can't bear it. Okay, there you go. Well, okay. then maybe you'd rather watch Hotel. <laughs> not with, with James Brolin and yeah. Connie Selica. Okay. Um, mobility options for people who are in wheelchairs. So much better now yeah. than they were 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, I'm sure they are. So many more options. So many more wheelchairs. More they're light and flexible. Exactly. The, the engines that you know, the motors are, that are on them. I'm sure. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um, acceptance of diversity. Yes, I'll agree. I'm not saying that 100%. we. Are, I'm not saying we've made it because we're still incredibly intolerant of people. What? Wait, I'm not, <laughs> I that's, what, that's not true. Intol- <laughs> we are superior in, in our acceptance now. It's been forced upon us to be accepted. Yeah, except that that doesn't accepted. mean we're actually accepted. Um, restaurant food variety and quality. Um, I guess. I, I don't know. I mean, I miss Ponderosa. Okay, so someone says, in the 80s, Chinese takeout and the Italian place were the only ethnic food options. Oh, you got that right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now yeah, we a have you name right. It. Okay, so that's anything you can imagine so is out there. That's yeah. a plus, right? Still Miss Ponderosa. <laughs> Convenience food options. Now these are all the things well, of course. all the things that like Christie's cooking in her microwave. In her air fryer. In her, in her air fryer, right. Okay, but you think about like if you were going into open pantry, remember that? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a little different than stopping into a get go or a sheets now. It is. Yeah. Okay, so that's... You ever eat at Sheets? You ever eat at Sheets? Oh, yeah. All the time. Uh, yeah, Listen, yeah. when I was in high school, that's where we would go on Friday nights. Oh, that's so nice. That's the place to be. What's your go-to so at Sheets? Oh, the mozzarella sticks. Oh. So good. At Sheets. Do you ever have a meatball sandwich? From Sheets? Yeah. No. I don't think I have. I don't think... I definitely have it. I like... As I judge a Chinese restaurant by the nature of their... Egg, egg roll. roll. If you make a good egg roll at a Chinese restaurant, you're a good Chinese restaurant. I also would judge like a pizzeria on the nature of their meatball sandwich. That's just my thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. The digital reading experience. Well, it, was there was there one? No. Twenty years there ago, there wasn't. But for people who travel, especially, mm, they your, think that that all tablet, sorts of people are on Kindle. here. All sorts of people are going in here saying how what a, what a big thing that is. Yeah. Um, 
options for people who drink alcohol. They say beer in the early, you know, 90s or whatever, there were a couple options. Now there are a kajillion There's brew pubs on every other corner. And also option, this is funny, that's number 13. Number 14 is options if you don't want alcohol. There are all sorts of non-alcoholic options. All sorts of, you know, the rise in all of the seltzers and the flavored waters and all that. I like all that stuff too. Um, Automobile efficiency and comfort. That's a sore spot with me. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. I brought it up. Um, uh, The ability to get around without getting lost. Oh, is that the greatest invention? Are we glad we live? I mean, however, I do worry about my kids. What, that they're not going to be able to read a map. That, that they don't know where they are no. unless they've got yeah. their GPS. No. You're absolutely right. We're driving out. Go, remember now, you're on the north side. They go, Rrr. no, this is the north side. Mm-hmm. Because they get their GPS, they don't even care. No, of course they don't care. But I, 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 it's very important to me to know where I am in space. I bet some people are just maybe predisposed to that. What do you mean? Ne- needing to know, like, directionally where they are, like, on Earth. Yeah, yeah, my wife's like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mia, how many times have you, like, you were like, in your car pre-GPS and you go, I have no idea where I am. Eventually, I'll find my way back. Right. I'll recognize a landmark. But, but I'll have time- to pay for a hotel because I'm going to be I may that, be. Oh, there's a goat in the road or something. Like- okay, number 27 is avocado access. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is something to be said I for avocados. I think yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, video games. Yeah, I'm not a player. But Yeah, I'm uh, not yeah. a player either. Um, movie theaters. With what? reclining seats. Wait, Chrissy's a player. What do you play? I am. I play, you... I have an Xbox. I have a Nintendo Switch. Do you? Yeah, I have all the games. What are you playing? What's your favorite game? Right now, I'm playing uh, Super Mario 3D on my Switch. Oh. oh. Uh, and you wouldn't have been playing that 20 years ago? Of course you would wouldn't not. Have. Have. No. no, no. What about movie theaters with reclining seats? Um, do you have to pay extra for those? Well, I don't know because I never go to the movies. Yes, oh. you do. Yeah, there's like yeah. a VIP section. Yeah. I'm not going there. So you wouldn't do that? I'm not doing that. Okay. Fine. It's hard for me to get into a movie theater right now, as a matter of fact. How about you? Um, you I haven't been there. Are you going? Um, I went on a date a few months ago. Yeah. And we saw Godzilla and... Oh, King Kong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was it? It was was all right. Just okay, yeah. I mean, what kind of date is that? Not much of a date. Yeah, really. Not a lot of of conversation. Watching Um, animals crush each other. Access to diverse music. Oh, yeah, of course. So I think Tremendously that's, so. I think that's a big deal, Yeah, that right? is a big deal, right? I mean, you can go onto iTunes or YouTube and see all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff. I'm surprised by the my kids' diversity. Yeah, are, that's not, isn't that making you happy? It makes me really yeah, happy. it makes me happy, I go, too. I never listened to that before. My kids are like, yeah. oh, Dad, you listen to this. I like that a lot. Um, body positivity. What? Body, like people being more accepting. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, Of yeah. people of different shapes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Now, I think we have a long way to go. In that regard, a long way to go because everybody, not everybody, but 99% of the people that you see who are in popular music on YouTube are skinny. Well, that's their choice. Well, I know, but they're the famous ones. So that makes, that reinforces to society that that's the way attractive women are supposed to be. I don't know about that. I mean, the no, I, that's no, true. The idea of fat shaming, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, that's all going by the wayside. I well, believe. it's going, but I'm still saying we have a long right. way to go. All right. Okay, and the last thing I'm going to tell you yeah. um, that I could argue a little bit about, smoking rates. Oh, plummeting. Okay, okay the rates of cigarette smoking. Oh. But for people who smoke weed, they oh, talk high. about it like it's a health food. Like we've forgotten <laughs> yeah, right, right. that smoking's actually bad for you. Right. Because when it comes to marijuana, people are like, oh, no, it's good for everything. It's medical. I think it's I, so natural. It, we all it's de- a plant. No, no, I think we all 
decided, scientifically speaking, that smoking was bad for you. Right, but no, we'll just go skip right by that. Yeah. Right. All right, so things are better. A lot what, of things are better. What about world peace? What, uh, world peace was not one of the yeah, things exactly. that we should have, you know. I don't think we've, I don't know how much, how many That hasn't gotten better, has it? No. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we come back. What are we going to talk? Oh, uh, we're just going to continue with this sort of. Yeah, we were going to talk about Shadyside Market, and we're going to talk about mom and pop places that are closing. Yeah. Is that bad? I think it's bad. Well, because it's, you know, you get bigger then. Sheets. 101.5 WORD. All of us fall short of what the Bible calls us to as husbands and wives in marriage. Dave Wilson remembers his wife calling him out on that. I'm the guy that stands on the stage and says, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. And my wife just looked at me and said, You're not doing it, dude. Where to turn when your marriage needs help. Next time on Family Life Today with David Ann Wilson. Tomorrow morning at 9 on 101.5 Word FM WORD. To be or not to be? If that's your pest question, get the help you need at boozebugstoppers.com. Booze respects bees until they become a stinging problem for homeowners. Boo and his Bug Stoppers team can safely remove wasps, hornets, carpenter, and ground bees with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Get a free quote today. When it comes to getting the buzz on bees, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at boozebugstoppers.com. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company with over 50 years experience in the home remodeling industry windows r us offers repair and replacement for roofs siding gutters and downspouts windows entry doors even decks a leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms don't put those repairs off windows r us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through dollar bank want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office choose from 100 percent vinyl commercial aluminum wood and composite and how would you like to never clean your gutters again for a limited time get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement offer valid through 83121 all with 12 months no interest no processing fee and backed by the best warranty in the industry schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrspittsburgh.com that is windowsrspittsburgh.com a child's body temperature rises three to five times faster than an adult's and leaving a child in a hot vehicle could lead to their death very quickly. Tragically, in 2020, 24 children died of pediatric vehicular heat stroke, and many of these incidents occurred when parents or caregivers simply forgot the child was in the car. Please set yourself reminders on your cell phone or place something you'll need in the back seat so you don't forget your child. Always look for your baby before you lock. Brought to you by NHTSA. We've all been thinking a lot lately about the air we breathe. QDOT has been thinking about it for over 100 years, providing big HVAC solutions for the commercial industry, including healthcare, where air quality is paramount. Does your home deserve any less? For affordable solutions, including their new bipolar ionizer, which may eliminate up to 99.4% of airborne viruses, including SARS-CoV-2, breathe easier with QDOT. Call 412-366-6200 or visit q-dot.com. Shadyside Market and Deli is closing on Walnut Street here in the city of Pittsburgh after 69 years. How about that? Holy smokes. Now, I know that. I know that so grocery store. It's Fru Fru. Yeah. But it, I'm sure 69 years ago, 
it wasn't frou-frou. It was well, just... Well, I think maybe... It, well, 69 no, years no, ago, no. it might not have been frou-frou. No, Shadyside and Walnut but Street wasn't frou-frou. But for the last 30 years, I bet it's been oh, easily. frou-frou. Oh, yeah. easily. It's been frou-frou. I remember mm-hmm. going in there and, like, you know, feeling ashamed because oh, yeah. I was buying, you know, sure. a Coke. Right. People look down their nose and go, Yeah, yeah. Oh, the shiitake mushrooms in aisle what three. About the, I'm like, what about the figs preserves? Some like, you know, yeah, but it's a sleeve of fig newtons. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I love fig Having newtons, said that, I, I like a fig newton. I haven't had one in a long time. And growing up, there used to be, in every neighborhood, every neighborhood, yep. a local mom and pop store, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, my neighborhood, uh, there was Butler's. And uh, I remember as a kid going in there, two ladies were at the counter, and Sam, who was Mr. Butler, although that wasn't his last that wasn't his last name, he was the butcher. Mm. And you'd go over there and go, "Could I have a pound of you know?" And he would cut meat for you right there. Remember him? I remember as a kid him picking me up and sitting on you know like some sawdust table, and he would give you a piece of the meat that he was cutting. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet you where I grew up. No, no exaggeration. There must have been five or I could count five right at the top of my head of those mom and pops that sold the basics, bread, lunch meat, milk, soda, you know, the stuff that you, your mom would say, here's a note, run to the store. Some of those stores, a lot of those stores ran a tab. My mother never wanted to run a tab. Never, you know, but a lot of those guys on payday, you'd go and pay your tab. Right. But they were, you know, everybody knew everybody, mm-hmm. and the meet and the mom and pop store was the meeting place in the neighborhood. Yeah. Now, there is no not mom and pop store, right? I mean, now that yep. we have the mom and pop store is essentially the Seven Eleven, for better or worse, and I would say worse. In yeah, some probably way. for worse. Right now, I didn't. When I grew up in uh, the Westview area of the North Hills, we didn't have a market like that, but we had Noon's Pharmacy. Okay. Which was like a soda fountain. Oh, yeah, yeah. The right. whole, Us too. We yeah. had Zins. Right, okay. With, you know, the Phosphate. little, you know, yep. And the little um, apothecary shelves, mm-hmm. you know, behind there. Sure. Um, I, I, I really, really loved that. Even as a kid, as a five-year-old kid, part of me recognized that that was going to go away. Oh, it really? already seemed so old. Yeah. You know what I mean? When right, I was right. in it. Um yeah, I, I had a feeling that that was fading. Um, but I do remember the the big uh, trip to go to the meat market, mm-hmm. Lodex Meat Market, which used to be in North Hills Village. And also, I think it was Adolph's that was on Center Avenue in Westview. So going to the meat market was just a, a regular, you know, the, you didn't get meat in your grocery store. Right. Well, some people did. Some people did, I guess. In Swissville, we had Granis. Okay. And my mom would say, oh, we can't go there. We'll just go to A and P because oh, it's too expensive. Too expensive, right? Yeah, yeah. But you would get your better cuts of meat, of course, from the local butcher, right? I also remember, um, of course, going to the A and P on McKnight Road. A and P, right? When I was very, very small, because it wasn't there for very long, which then became Borders, and is now the Container Store. <laughs> That's a downgrade all the way. Tell me isn't it? all about it. Yeah. Um, but you know, even when you went to a grocery store like the A and P, there were a couple things that they sold that were still made by a mom and pop place, or there was a mom or pop that worked in the store that made the thing. Right. Okay. So you brought up A and P. I remember at A and P, you know, like me being a young kid and having my own money, like being a paper boy. Yeah. I would go to the A and P and I would buy a spice bar. <gasps> The spice bar. Remember, it was like a, it was like I a. I love those things. It was like a log. Oh, 
And it was like raisins, raisins and, br- and cinnamon, brown sugar, and then there was an ice. The topping. icing on top was the bomb. I mean, I and I remember mo- moving to New York City long after A and P had gone out of existence here in Western Pennsylvania, and walking in Manhattan, and there I can't believe it was an A and P in Manhattan, and I went in there and I was like, "Do you have the spice bar?" They looked at me like I was from Russia. <laughs> I mean, they didn't have the they spice, had no bar. spice bar. No. <laughs> But, you know, the A&P, so, like, I believe that the A&P, which stands for the Atlantic and Pacific. Oh, really? Yeah. Was the first sort of national grocery chain. The rise of A&P was the decline of mom and pop. Really? Is that right? So I'm celebrating the decline of the mom and pop Well, that was the first, you know, cannon. Okay, let me tell you what I remember as a kid. First of all, I do remember the spice bars, which were fabulous. Mm -hmm. But even more than that, I loved the maple rolls. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, they came in these in these little aluminum foil tins. Oh, I remember that. Of course, they do, and they were little round yep. cinnamon. Yeah. Oh, oh my, are you kidding me? You could me? heat them up if you wanted to. Listen, the maple, and they right. were always cheap, like twenty five bucks cheap. for a thing. I love those maple cents. rolls. Like, oh my gosh. Okay, but then when I was in college and lived in Oakland, there was the uh, there the, was an A and P in Oakland. You know that. There was Not when I was there. Oh, really? Uh-uh. You just missed it then. Yeah, I missed it. Because I remember, like, you know, living uh, in the Saybrook Apartments on Craft Avenue. Uh, you, you know where it was? It was, um, I think there's a, <laughs> this is shocking. I think there's a CVS there now. Oh, really? Oh, um, on Forbes Avenue? Yes. Oh, across okay. from, like, the health department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down yeah. there. Okay. What about the uh, Bates Avenue, the grocery Morante? Oh, that's still there. That's still there. That's a mom that's and pop. That's mom and pop. You're right about that. Yep. Now, that's open on Sundays. Here, when we go to church in Oakland on Sunday morning. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, on our way into church, it's open. On the way home, it's closed. Really? So they're just open Sunday morning? Yes. Okay. And they have, like, you know, the big painted homemade signs. Yep. Figs, 99 cents, and yep. things like that. Yep. Which is what all the stores have. Yep. Okay, let me tell you another up. mom and pop that I love that I go to weekly. Right. T-Bones which is in Wexford. It's right off of the Wexford exit of 79. Hmm. And it's a mom and pop place, but it's in a strip mall. Okay. But it's a small market and I love it. Oh, I, whenever I can, I go there because you know why? Giant grocery stores are too giant to me. Oh, like I just, don't, I'm not into that. Lost. I appreciate the fact that they're trying to give us everything, but I just don't feel like humans need everything. Right. And I would rather shop at a smaller place that has better stuff that I can get in and out of more quickly. Okay, so I'll see your T-Bones and raise you to Donatelli's. On Liberty Avenue in Bloomfield. Right, which is everything uh, homemade. Listen, All the old greatest deli, greatest deli, terrific cheese mm-hmm. and great fish sandwiches. Not biscotti. to mention meatball sandwich. Don't get me started on the biscotti because mm. that's how I gain 10 pounds. Yeah. And meatball sandwiches. Meatball sandwiches Fresh buns. are great. Yeah, are absolutely great. Okay, so and of course we can't forget about Pen Mac mm-hmm. in the strip. We can't forget it's about not, Woolies. But, yeah, no, those aren't, you know, mom and pop. I mean, you know, they're family. They're family. But they're gigantic. Right. I mean, well, they're not gigantic like a giant eagle. Wait a second. Woolies? Woolies is big, but it's Woolies massive. is it's not as big as Giant Eagle. No, it's not. It's not as big as Shop and Save no, or you know, you know Coons or any of big. those. It's big. It sure is fresh. How about that? How about that? When you go into into Woolies and buy fish, and people like those guys thing. know exactly what they're talking mm-hmm. about, don't they? Yeah. Oh, it's fabulous. Yeah. Do yourself a favor sometime and just pick a cut of fish and then ask the person how you should cook it. Mm-hmm. Or just say, I don't know anything about fish. Suggest a piece of fish for mm-hmm, me, right. and then they'll run the gamut. Yep. It's kind of like Deer Heart, right? It is. He used to serve cheese in Penmac. Yeah.
same yep. kind of thing. Yeah. Anyway, the, you lose something. You know, that was neighborhood. That was community. That was like, you know, I, I think the rise of mom and pop was because of the lack of cars, right? People weren't jumping in their car and going to the store. They were just walking down the street and going to the, every neighborhood had a little pharmacy, a little grocery store. I mean, my pharmacy, Zins, I remember as a kid, you'd go in there and read Popular Mechanics or Sports mm. Illustrated. And Mr. Zim would say, let's go. Let's come on now. He also had a tube tester. Well, you would like test your radio tubes. That's how, Oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, what tubes are we testing? Oh, yeah, radio tubes, you know. Okay. Now, listen, when I was in Europe a couple years ago, I didn't see... There are no, I didn't see any large grocery stores. Now, I, here's the thing, though. I wasn't in really big cities. Okay. I was more in small towns. But all the markets that we would love are the markets that are still the market. Yeah. It's where you go. I would imagine that, you know, as we're talking right now, people that are listening, they're going, my local mom and pop store was this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody in some ways has a connection yeah. to that, right? We're, yeah, yeah. I, I believe, you know, you just read those, you know, things that are better 20 years. The lack of mom and pop... Is worse. Uh, yeah, because it's changed the neighborhood. You know, like I said, it was a meeting place, and you know, you knew everybody, and they, there was just something that was, I don't know, simple and good about yep, it. Yep, I agree. Our producer, Christy's 27 years old. Christy, do you know any mom and pop stores? I do. I worked in one. What? You did? Tell me that. So I grew up in Elizabeth Township, and there's a, like, each area has their own little neighborhood. So I grew up in Mount Vernon, and we had the Mount Vernon Dairy. Oh. And so it's still open, but it's on its, like, eighth owner at this okay. point. But yeah, I worked there in college. How about so? Is it like a convenience store or is it like a grocery store? Uh, like a convenience store. Okay. Did they sell? Did they sell cold cuts? Yeah. Like yeah. A, a guy like a deli. Like, a like there's like a deli. Yeah, it's a deli. You you could get like lunch meat and yes. yeah, yeah. And Wasn't milk. that good? What did milk? you do there? Yeah. Um, I worked behind the counter. I got like the, you know how like they they make dinners. So I would like put those in the containers. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Did you work at the register ever? I mean, sometimes, uh-huh. but if I was the only one there. And what, what that had to be interesting because you had your regulars, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like one lady would call in and ask for me to get her stuff because I knew how to specifically put it together uh-huh. for her. Uh-huh. I love that. Special skill set, Christy. Yeah. That'll take you I far. I love that. That's good. And and I'm sure with the regulars, there was also regulars, you know, who were interested in the goings on or dare I say the gossip. Yes, as always. They the would, Mount Vernon News. The, the Mount Vernon News, there was a little table where you could sit. And the mailman would come in on his lunch break and sit and, you know, chit-chat. And he'd give with, the latest. He would oh. with all the, you know, locals. That's excellent. See, that's and that's still nice... there. What's the name of the place? Mount Vernon Dairy. We're happy mm-hmm. for the, the Mount Vernon Dairy. Even though there. they're on their eighth owner. Keep going, you guys. We are loving Don't it. Don't give it up. So three cheers for them and Donatelli's uh-huh. and uh, Grocery Amarante and Oakland and Penmac and Woolies. T-Bones. T-Bones. And uh, uh, the Korean market. In on Penn Avenue. Oh yeah, right. Uh, right. Sam Bach. Mm-hmm. And long live Butler's. Exactly. Don. Oh, what's the Estimulus? The Greek Market. Don't forget that one too. Where's that? The Greek Market on Penn Avenue. Oh, of course. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Come back in a few minutes. Um, oh, does this make sense? Uh, probably does, not. Does this make sense? Straight ahead. One listener that stands out that I've worked with was this older couple that was interested in refinancing. They reached out to a few different lenders. You know, their credit wasn't the best. I know some of these other bigger banks, you just won't hear back from them, which I cannot stand. Not everybody has the 780 credit scores. And just because you don't qualify at one time doesn't mean that you'll never qualify. I'll walk you through what you have to do, whether it's two, three, six months from now. 
Back to that older couple, we worked with them for months and months to improve their credit. And we were able to get the loan done. We were saving them hundreds each month, thousands of dollars a year. Finally got themselves into a situation financially that they can handle and they could start saving money each month for retirement. End of the day, they just could not be happier, which just put a huge smile on my face. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Meadow Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Federal Corporate Animalist Number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. On August 14th, a magnitude 7.2 earthquake decimated Southwest Haiti. So they are trying now if they can save these people because there's so much people down there. More than 2,000 people have been killed. Thousands of others injured and missing. Homes, businesses, churches, and schools have been leveled. Tens of thousands of people are left homeless sleeping in the streets all of this tragedy in the poorest country on this side of the world food for the poor has been serving in haiti for more than 35 years we've already shipped almost 100 containers of relief supplies to the victims of this disaster but your generous compassionate gifts will keep the help and hope flowing in the days weeks and months to come so please give your most generous gift now to minister relief to the desperate people of haiti dial pound 250 on your cell phone and just say i want to give on your mobile phone, dial pound 250 and say, I want to give. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone and just say, I want to give. Or you can click the red Help Haiti banner at wordfm.com. As Joe Sweeney's plane left the tarmac and the Taliban rolled into Kabul, America's longest war was at an end. After years of working with our Afghan allies, the questions persist. Was it worth it? And what will the future be for those who remain? Salem Media presents An Evening with Joe Sweeney at Christ Church at Grove Farm in Sewickley, Friday, September 17th from 6 to 8.30 p.m. An hors d'oeuvre mixer followed by a moderated panel discussion with Joe featuring John Steigerwald and Kathy Emmons. Learn the situation on the ground, who the key players are, and how we can still make a difference. Get tickets now at wordfm.com. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with the text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Tonight, clear and cool with a low of 50. Tomorrow, sunshine and some clouds with a high 72. Partly cloudy skies for tomorrow night with a low 54. Saturday, intervals of clouds and sunshine with a high of 76. Sunday, rather cloudy with a thunderstorm in parts of the area and a high 73. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick. Does this make sense? Does what make sense? Closed on Sunday. Yes. 100% it makes sense. Right? It is a Sabbath. So what do you need so desperately that you can't get the mm-hmm. other six days of the week? Now, I, I know people, you know, I, I remember the transition from when stores were closed to now it's open 24-7 or pre-COVID it was. But there was something that was honoring about it, something that was holy. And I don't think even think in a secular world that that's too spiritual. But there's something about it. It just showed you the limits of your accessibility. Yep. 
right? What do you need? I totally agree. Mm-hmm. It closed on Sunday makes all the sense in the world because we're tricked into thinking that we can have anything, do anything whenever we want. What do you Be- mean tricked? Tricked because the because there is a finiteness to what we can take in. So even if everything was available at all times, we don't have the capacity as humans to appreciate it or take it in or experience it or keep it or know it. Mm-hmm. Or you know what I mean? And so it's just it's just stuff that falls through our fingers. Closed on Sunday. Now tell me that the first time you need something you go, "Oh no, they're closed." I can't right? Yeah. Chick-fil-A. How dare they? Mm-hmm. All right, does this Still make good. sense? Yeah, what? We were just talking about mom and pops, but this is always I always think about this. Does this make sense? Penny candy. Mm. I mean, remember penny candy? Yeah. You go and go, I want three flying saucers. <laughs> Which were horrible. Didn't matter. Two of the wax bottles. Which was worse. I want those. I want one Tootsie Pop. That was just delicious. And two pretzel rods. And that's all you had. You had mm-hmm. like 10 cents and that, you know, basically it. But you left the little a little brown paper bag. Right. And you left happy. Or you wanted like two pixie sticks. Oh. Which were awesome. Um Lickamade. Lickamade. Um or the um the to- the different Tootsie Pops in different flavors. Or just a Tootsie little Tootsie Roll. Tootsie Roll, okay, but the pop is better. It is. And then you throw in a couple pieces of bazooka gum. Or a fireball. Yeah, but the, nobody really wants the fireball. I want After the, fireball. the first initial licks, no, no, then no. it just gets gross. No, no. Listen, I told you the story. My brother was trying to quit smoking, so he bought himself a big container of fireballs. He became addicted to the fireballs, so <laughs> then at one point he was smoking <laughs> cigarettes while he was sucking on fireballs. <laughs> I mean, that's a strategy that didn't work. That's the nature of addiction. That's all I'm saying. Anyway. Penny candy makes perfect sense. No, I think penny candy makes sense. And yeah. I think closed on Sunday, as inconvenient as it is and as mad as it would make me, makes sense. 101.5 WORD. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music is here on the weekend. With the best new music. New, new music. Come what may, new music from We Are Messengers. i in the arms of Jesus, come what may. Relate from For King and Country. Can you, can you relate? And Scars in Heaven by Casting Crown. The only scars in heaven. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. Don't let bees buzz off your customers. Get the help you need at boozebugstoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly or quarterly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Boo's 100% satisfaction guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at boozebugstoppers.com. If you're in the market for metal roofing, siding, and garage doors, Kaufman Metals in Bedford can meet your expectations with friendly professional service. Their equipment is right up to date with the newest technology and ready to produce your standard and customized metal panels and trims to your exact specifications for any project with the fastest turnaround in the industry. Plus, Kaufman Metals offers complete do-it-yourself building packages included with computer-generated drawings. Kaufman Metals also provides sales and service for CHI residential and commercial garage doors. 
They deliver any order, large or small, to any place with full-service rollback trucks and trailers with a Moffett forklift to set building packages conveniently close to your project. And just so you know, they offer contractors discounts as well. Visit KaufmanMetals.com or call 814-623-6044 or stop in at 6146 Lincoln Highway, Bedford, PA. The Lighthouse Foundation's Soaring for Hope Annual Gala is their largest fundraiser of the year. Just by attending, you'll be making a difference in the lives of those facing homelessness, in need of financial assistance, transportation, hunger, and more, who are quietly, often anonymously, looking for help. Enjoy the basket raffle, silent auction, dinner, possibly win $1,000, or a trip to Hawaii. It's all happening at the Butler Country Club September 24th. To attend RSVP now at thelighthousepa.org. Angie's List is now Angie. Summer is the perfect time to book your next home project. From lawn care to a new patio, Angie makes it simple to connect with pros who can get the job done right. See reviews, upfront pricing, and instantly book hundreds of projects. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, we'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with our happiness guarantee. Check out Angie.com, and for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot htm. Eddie Jones is with us. Eddie's a co-pastor at Eternal City Church in Wilkinsburg. He's been a good friend of our show for a long time, a good friend of ours for a long time. Eddie, welcome back. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, good to see, good to see you. you in You're in person. studio. Yes, in the I studio. Nice. Love nice. it. Fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> We've had a handful of guests, so really? you're, yeah. you're breaking a barrier here. It's excellent. <laughs> yeah, you're in the top. Yeah, it feels good to be back you're in the top to see 10. you guys physically again. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, so yeah. seeing us physically again, between the time COVID started and now, you took a huge trip. Yes, went to Uganda, Africa, back okay. in June. Now, yes. had you ever traveled to Africa before? No, never. First time. What okay. prompted that? Well, um, we have kind of partnered with a church that's there. Um, through a couple of this in our church, one of the guys in our church is from Uganda, and he married a girl in our church. And so we kind of hooked up through, through him with a pastor in, in Uganda, Pastor Jimmy Okello. And so that's how it all started, basically. Um, we kind of hooked up with the pastor through him. Nice. Okay, yes. so then someone says to you, uh, Eddie, thinking about Uganda, do you have any interest? What was that kernel of that first thought of like, what the heck, I might go? <laughs> well, we're part of Acts 29, which is a church planning network. And the pastor there is trying to get into the network. And so we're in the network, and he's trying to get in. And so we went to actually do a pastor's training session. I see. They do uh, pastor's training sessions all over the world, um, Acts 29. And so this was one that, um, that they, we were going to do. And, um, and so, yeah, Chris asked me if I wanted to go. And because uh, he had gone already, Chris, and uh, and so he wanted me to go this time. Chris so, is the other co-pastor, yeah, at one of the other City. pastors at the yeah. church, yes. Fabulous. And so that's how that's how I got to go. Yeah. Okay. So in some actually, ways, we were supposed to go last year in March of of 2020, but obviously got canceled because of COVID. I see. And so, um, and you got to open back up this year. Nice. Okay. So th- then, in some ways, here you are. You're a black man. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back to Africa. I'm like going back to my spiritual homeland in right. some way. I mean, do you look at it as your spiritual homeland? Yeah, obviously, uh, Christianity has been has been in Africa forever, <laughs> since the beginning. Yeah. I mean, look at the Book of Acts. Uh, some of the people who were there when sure. the church was birthed were from Africa. Mm-hmm. So Christianity has been in Africa uh, for from the, from the inception. So, yeah, yeah. And so, what was that like? I mean, you get off the plane and there you are in Uganda. I mean, did you? I mean, did it freak you out? Did you have chills? Were you? Um, it didn't freak me out, but obviously, it was very. Um, you know, I, I don't think I 
really appreciated it as much until I got home. If that, yeah, that may sound sure. strange. Oh, yeah, but, I thought that. Because yeah. um, you're in the moment yeah. pushing yeah. through doing the thing. Yeah, and there's yeah, a lot yeah. to get used to when you're tra- – for people who haven't traveled overseas, there's a lot of just – where am I? What's going on? And a lot of organizational stuff, like where am I going to yeah, eat? Yeah, totally. And how do I culture? sleep? Yes, and, all that stuff. Yeah, you know, so you, all those things go through your head. And I don't know if I really had any expectations before I went. It was just okay. I'm going to go and experience this, and it's great. It's great to go back to the continent of where my people came from. Yeah, that was very honoring, <laughs> very honoring, and very humbling at the same time. Uh, so I was looking forward to that. Just, just to that. When I was uh, got up to speak, um, and I told the, the the pastors there, this is my first time in Africa. You know, and um, and to to come here and, and step foot in the soil is very humbling. And I got kind of choked up, you know, talking <laughs> yeah. about it because it was it, it and it was to, to go back. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, God, why me? You know what I'm saying? Of all people to come back to Africa, who am I to come and teach these guys anything? Mm-hmm. Is what I was talking about even yeah. before I left. Now think know. about what, what's curious to me about that statement is thinking about. Your ancestors who came here against their will, right, probably right. asking the same question: Why me? Why me? What's Why going me? on? Yeah. But in yeah. a different, in a, in a different, different context, yeah, right? context, yeah. In reverse. In in reverse, yes, yes. So here I am going back to the place where they came from, to to uh, um, as a free man, and to talk about the God of the Bible. Who those Africans in Scripture, the Ethiopian eunuch, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Luscious in Acts chapter thirteen, Luscious, uh, the Cyrenian man, mm-hmm. um, uh, Niger, whose name actually means the black man, <laughs> in Acts mm-hmm. chapter thirteen. So think about all those people going in and then going back to the same land, to that land, was just just an awesome experience. It was. It was very humbling too. Humbling. That's cool. Yeah. And so there you are, and you're you're teaching and preaching. I mean, but probably learning a lot, right? Oh yes, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the, the, the people there were so great; they were just awesome. Excited I mean, to see you, right? Yes, the, yes. Which they is were. also yes. like yes. wild. They're like everyone's excited. Like here, I just, just me. Yeah, yeah. Some people are like, yeah, man, welcome home. You know, that was you know, just to hear somebody say that. I remember Vody Bakum in a book I was reading about him. He was talking about his first time in Africa, and um, he said this old man, about seventy years old, came up to him, and you know they were talking, and he's asked him. He says, "This is your first time in Africa?" And Vody said, "Yes, it is." And the guy grabbed him by his cheeks and kissed him and said, "Welcome home." <laughs> he said, and wow. it just broke him. You know, he just started wow. bawling. You know, and so that's the kind of experience, you know, that it is. You know, yeah. Um, right. yeah. Talk about you know the. It, it's wonderful when you travel overseas, and I had an experience at the beginning of COVID that I've talked about on the air about uh, being in Indonesia, and I walked into this little—I mean, this this church at the top of a hill that had been ruined by militants eight different times, set on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Just a tiny that, yes. little group of people, and I walked into this room, and they were singing "How Great Thou Art" mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in their language. I mean, yeah. I, I felt like I was, I mean, I was so far away from home mm. to hear that same song. Yes, yes, blew yes. My mind. Same thing, yes. The, and the African ju- worship. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, so it just, it, it, it reinforced to me that this is, we're brothers and sisters. Yes. Like, the glory yes. of all the nations is going to yes. be brought into the kingdom. You've seen right glimpses of, Re- of Revelation chapter 7, yeah, all yeah. people, languages, tribes. Mm-hmm. You've seen a little glimpse of that, you yeah, know. Yeah. Here in so you felt God that, gives us a little glimpse of that You felt that, that too when you yes, were, yeah. yes, absolutely. Because obviously we, we had worship, we had services. What was worship like? It was, it was great. It was great. I mean, it was, I have, I posted a couple of videos on my, on my Facebook page where they were actually singing in their language too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was a be- beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Did it? And, and see how humble they are. The, the, the place we were in was a very impoverished area. 
but but, but to see their gratitude for to God mm-hmm. and um just how grateful they were to God and just worshiping God in spite of and in the midst of and that's struggles. Humbling, yes. right? They're humble. Uh, yeah. Because yes. People have nothing, but they're so alive in the spirit. Yes, yes, they absolutely were. The pastors were just, they would, and they were just so hungry and grateful for, we took a lot of books over there. Took a lot of books. Uh, people donated uh, phones, old phones and computers, because they don't have access to that stuff over there. They don't have, that's one of the reasons we wanted to go, to give them materials uh, to enhance uh, the pastors there, to, uh, um, to help them to grow as pastors and as leaders. And so people donated old phones and computers, and, and so we were able to give those, and then we took a lot of books for them to read Bibles. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it was one of the, one of the, uh, uh, the guy who kind of like, he, the hotel we stayed in, he was kind of like the, um, <laughs> when we first got there, it was funny, and he introduced himself, he said, my name is Ellen, he said, I'm, I'm here, so I'm going to protect you. <laughs> <laughs> You kind of like the groundskeeper, you he know. He said, great. <laughs> I was like, oh, awesome, yeah. Nice. But um, he asked me for a Bible. Two people asked me for Bibles. Um, but to, And we gave them, you know, the new Bibles. English Bibles? Yes, yes, yes. English, they speak English there. And that's the, one of the dominant languages there. Um, but, yeah, but they were just grateful just to get a Bible. Their own Bible. Their own Bible, yes. How about that? Yes. Yes. Talk yes. about and something we, we take grateful. for granted yeah, every think, oh darn day. Oh, my God, day. we have Bibles, and, you know, right. I don't know how many Bibles I have in my home. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, just the th- and that's the thing that I thought about, too, the things we take for granted in this country. Um, and, we, and we all know this. We, 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 we talk. We know that we take things for granted here. Sure. You know. Um, but when you go and see uh, to another country and you see, th- see things and people that aren't as blessed um, and privileged as we are here, I mean, it's very humbling, you know. Um, and I don't mean to, I don't want to sound like I'm belittling the young Ugandans at all. I, don't, no. I mean, that's not what I'm doing. That's not what I mean to do. Um, but I'm just talking about the, um, the things that are available, sure. that they have access to. So in the midst then of your travels, you're busy, you know, you're just taking things in. Right. Now you're back home. You know, I always think about this whenever I'm back home from a trip, like I'll go outside in the nighttime and look at the moon and think, those people, they're looking at the same moon the same, that yes, I was, yes, you know. Yes. So, post trip, what you, what's your takeaway, Eddie? Well, you know, what do you think about uh, as you? I just had this experience, and this meant what to you? Well, it, it meant, like I said, to, to be able to go there. We, we, you know, we talk about Africa, hear about Africa, and and but to be able to go there and experience it, um, it's different really, than reading about. It's re- different than reading about it. It's different than reading about it. And culturally different, just the different cultures, you know, you have to get used to certain uh, things, food, different food. I'm not very adventurous when it comes to food. <laughs> but um, but actually, the food was very good. Yeah, good. yeah um, good. So there are only a couple of things I did. But yeah, very, very good food. And so those kind of things you have to um, get used to. And so coming home, like I said, I think being home, um, I'm more appreciative now than when I was there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, yeah. God, thank you for that. Thank right. you for that trip. Yeah. Once in a lifetime opportunity. Did you bring home like um, a handful of soil or a rock? I brought some rocks from actually from uh, cool. uh, from the Nile River. Oh, we went wow. up to uh, the Merchant Falls. I, I had posted some pictures from the Merchant Falls, which is the most powerful waterfall in the world. Beautiful, just beautiful. So we were at, we were at the Nile River. That's cool. I brought home you know some clothing. Wow. And, uh, but yeah, a rock, yes, right? Yes, I mean, that's been there yes, for a million there for, years. Right, exactly. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Now yeah. you look Mo- at it. Moses could have been floating on top <laughs> of it, I kind of right? joked. Like, I think that's just where Moses was. <laughs> Chris was like, well, probably a little bit no- more north. But anyway. But there's an initial in there. Doesn't it, doesn't it freak you out to think that? <laughs> yes. You know, when I was, th- Kathy, when I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, this is the Nile River. I've read about this how many times in the Bible? Right. Yeah. And now I'm standing right here at the Nile River. It's fabulous. I was like, God, you are awesome. You are amazing. Yeah. yeah. 
You know. And what a wonderful thing that we have a Bible that tells us that. Yes, yes. It just confirmed the Bible even more, obviously. Isn't that wonderful? Yes, All right, yes. we only have a minute left. For people who are listening who've never traveled overseas, and of course we're hoping that with COVID and vaccines that this is going to be something that we're going to be able to do going forward. Um, talk to people who maybe it's scary for them or they think, you know, I don't know if that's really for me to take a trip like that. No, I would admonish you, please. Um, please, if you can, if you, get, if you get the opportunity to go, please go. Mm-hmm. Seriously, whatever part of Africa, whether it's Uganda, Nigeria, wherever, um, please take that opportunity to go. Um, it is very meaningful, very humbling, very honorable mm. to go and do that and to serve on another continent, to serve. And that's why we went. We went to serve. We went to serve the pastors there. And that's how I looked at it because that's exactly what we did, not because we were greater or more knowledgeable, but just we, we just went to serve. God gave us an opportunity to serve my African brothers mm. in another country and continent that's cool and if you can go please by all means i admonish you to do that Mm. eddie jones is with us eddie jones is a co-pastor of eternal city church in wilkinsburg talk about eternal city how are things yes we meet at the covenant uh, presbyterian fellowship church in wilkinsburg on swissville avenue sundays at 5 p.m we're usually there for about an hour and a half or so we would love to love to have you join us if you can Um, also um the teachings that I did um, in Uganda are also on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, mm. Eternal City Church YouTube channel. So you can find uh, the teachings that we there, did there on, um, on YouTube. Very nice. Awesome. But you're intentional, right? You're intentional, white and black, yes, yellow together. Yes, yes. Well, that's intentional. You have to be intentional about it. Yeah, we have four elders, two black and two white. I mean, that's, we didn't really plan that, but that's how it worked out. <laughs> <laughs> it was good math. Yeah, good math. God, is, God has a sense of humor. <laughs> All right. That's Eddie Jones. Eddie, stay with us. We have a couple more minutes. Okay, and we're going to about some other stuff. Very nice. What's next? Uncle Ryan is going to talk about what in the world a direct lender advantage is. So, wow, I've been doing mortgages now for about 18 years. I started United Faith Mortgage with my father. We have a small team here. And honestly, I really think that's what makes us shine. The advantage of us being a smaller team is really the customer service. It's so important to me to make sure we hold your hand throughout the entire process. The other big deal thing is that we're an arm of a large company who has a really big financial backing and a direct lender advantage. Essentially, what that means is that our company gets to use its own money within its own walls. Um, And that's a really huge advantage for our listeners because typically, as a direct lender, we may be able to offer you a better rate, which over the life of your loan saves you monthly and lifelong money. We are United United Faith Faith Mortgage. Mortgage. We pay your appraisal fees up to $500. That's out-of-pocket money. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. To be or not to be? If that's your pest question, get the help you need at boozebugstoppers.com. Booze respects bees until they become a stinging problem for homeowners. Boo and his Bug Stoppers team can safely remove wasps, hornets, carpenter, and ground bees with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Get a free quote today. When it comes to getting the buzz on bees, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at boozebugstoppers.com. If couples learned anything this past year, it's that living together doesn't always create feelings of togetherness. Well, Family Life's Weekend to Remember Marriage Getaway is back to help you rediscover romance and reconnect in new ways. And now through September 13th, registrations are 50% off. 
Experience what millions of couples have called the restart their marriage needed. Join family life at the Pittsburgh Marriott North, October 29th through the 31st. Register now and save 50% at WeekendToRemember.com. Why doing it right, roofing, siding, and remodeling? As an Owens Corning Roofing Platinum Preferred Contractor, it's simple. It's in their name. They're doing it right, and it's what you'd expect as a homeowner and what they intend to deliver. Call 724-NEW-ROOF. Want it done right? Call doing it right. Get a king bed for a queen price at Mattress Firm. Save up to $500 during the best Labor Day sale ever on top-rated brands like Sealy and Sleepies. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 or more. As Joe Sweeney's plane left the tarmac and the Taliban rolled into Kabul, America's longest war was at an end. After years of working with our Afghan allies, the questions persist. Was it worth it? And what will the future be for those who remain? Salem Media presents An Evening with Joe Sweeney at Christ Church at Grove Farm in Sewickley, Friday, September 17th from 6 to 8.30 p.m. An hors d'oeuvre mixer followed by a moderated panel discussion with Joe featuring John Steigerwald and Kathy Emmons. Learn the situation on the ground, who the key players are, and how we can still make a difference. Get tickets now at wordfm.com. Kidding me. <laughs> Top of the world team. All right, we're uh, visiting with Eddie Jones from Eternal City Church. Um, Eddie, news comes today that ABBA, the band, oh, wow, okay, <laughs> is back after forty years with a new album and a virtual stage show. Do you have any interest really? whatsoever? <laughs> and ABBA, Dancing I'm asking, queen. I'm asking a uh, a black man who's just <laughs> returned from Africa whether he's, he's, in in, 70s, he's yes. interested in ABBA. Well, now there you go. The '70s uh, and ABBA. We talk about going from one extreme to the exactly. other. That's why. Not our foot in fire. Yeah, yeah. ABBA, really? They got back. To, wow, really interesting. Well, they were like. His, I mean, were they? <laughs> was it somebody asked them to do that? <laughs> Well, I, that's a good question. I read about it. I, now, apparently, their fan base, which is worldwide, they've been saying, "When are you guys getting back together?" Really? Now, these guys are in their seventies. Yes, yes. And I bet they still can't. The 70s, they still yeah. can't speak English, right? They, right. they were from where were they from again? Sweden. 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 They were a phenomenon, a worldwide yeah, but, yeah. phenomenon. Okay, were you a fan? I was not. No, I can't. I couldn't say that. No, I heard <laughs> Dancing Queen in my neighborhood. I can't, <laughs> can't say that I heard that. No, no. <laughs> No, those boom boxes. I was familiar with the song, but yeah. it was from Mike Douglas' show. <laughs> Mike Douglas. That's awesome. People were carrying boom boxes in your neighborhood. No, they, okay. no, no ABBA. listening to Are, ABBA. No. All right, no. I got to be honest and say I have never understood the phenomenon. Like, oh, ABBA. I, I mean, yeah. I, I think it's a terrible band. I have never liked any of their songs, but it, they're gigantically yeah, popular. Really? Yeah, they are. Really? Yeah, gigantic. No, I, I come at it from a musical theater background because they wrote the music oh. to one of my favorite musicals, which is Chess. Mm. Did they? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So two, what was it, two guys and a girl? What, two two girls? guys and two girls. Two guys and two girls. I yeah, didn't okay. know that. Oh, yeah, that was ABBA. Oh, yeah. Really? One Night in Bangkok oh, is ABBA. That that's, that's, that's ABBA? Yeah. I did not know that was them. And that's, that's from a, a, that's from a oh, play. It's a One Night song. in Bangkok. Yeah. yeah. I hate that song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Sorry, song. really? Okay, <laughs> ch- I didn't know Chess was them. All right. Oh, yeah, that's them. All right, oh, uh, wow. uh, producer Christy, age 27, how do you feel about ABBA? They're not my fave. But? I mean, I've listened to them. Okay. Not your fave. Which yeah, means, fave. There's still a chance. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, One in a million. You mean there's still a chance? If you need oh, yeah, me, let still... me go. I'll be around. It's a horrible yeah. song. What's the name mean, ABBA? Where did the name come from? Do you know, anybody know? No. 
Take a chance on me. Is that? Oh yeah, that's, that's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah, the lyrics. Yeah, you guys good. are a little. Slow I have no idea what that is. No. Yeah. Um, I don't. I have no idea. But Dancing Queen is the most over. Could be the most overplayed song in pop music history. Yeah, that well, may, you, that may be true. We yeah. ever There's a lot of them, but that's definitely in, that's definitely one of them. Yes. Was I heard a disco. Yeah, it was a height of disco. Yes. Yes. Was it the height of disco? Oh yeah. I think the song was out 1977. When I think of the height of disco, I think of Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. Well, that was yeah. That was yeah. Not Oh yeah. No. No. Really? But that wasn't. Yeah. Disco song. People are dancing. Yes. Oh, yeah. Dancing Queen. Yes. No. What do you the think you're doing? That's not a danceable song. It's very well, danceable. I didn't say it was danceable. I'm just saying people dance. I may have danced to it. <laughs> the Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.